Love black queens with introspective. See the world from a dope perspective. Type that's real heavy on the intellect. Always light on the disrespect. Conversation that keep you engaged. Free speech against the minds of a saving. They can't be the only ones. Now they can't be the only ones. A podcast that streams from coast to coast. Miss Gale and be your lovely host. To hear the show that you ain't alone. Can't be the only ones. No, we can't be the only ones. A podcast that streams from coast to coast. Welcome to our podcast. We can't be the only ones. I'm Gail. I'm B. Thank you for tuning in for yet another show, which is really going to be super interesting and curious today because we're all kind of a little offbeat. Um, okay, Pardon. me. Um, <laughs> I'm going to turn it over to B because today it's her topic. Oh, wait, we have to do our, our moment. Okay. Oh, that's right. See, I am off today. I'm just okay. Go ahead. Oh, yeah, it is my go. I, um, in my moment of gratitude, I am grateful um, for the arts. Oh. Um, because I have felt like within this whole thing and even leading up to it before, you know, we went to see Hamilton before everything was done, that we got to see a play. And then, you know, one of the things that I did in the beginning of quarantine was make sure, like, I had museums, apps, so that I could see certain paintings and things of that sort, as well as music. Like, that has been, like, something to kind of keep me entertained, whether or not it's television or however, the arts have played an integral part in this whole pandemic for me in a way that, you know... I just realized. And when I saw Black is King by Beyonce, I was just like, it's an, it's basically artwork oh, in motion. Okay. So it's pretty cool. So I have an appreciation and I'm grateful for the arts today. Oh, that's good. What am I grateful for? Hmm. So many things. But the thing that is kind of a funny thing that I have gratitude for, I really have gratitude for 12-year-old Alina. And the reason being, someone pointed this out to me recently, a family member of mine. Always, you know, like when you're like kind of like a, a wild child, they always say you're going to get that when you have your own. Mm -hmm. And I got Julian, which was... he. he that was not, I was a wild child. He was not. He was centered. He was like such a quiet, docile young man and just so absolutely did everything the way that you wanted him to or that he was always just appropriate. Mm -hmm. And not because of fear, just that's, that was his mode of operation and still is. Mm -hmm. And so I felt like, whew, I got out of jail. Then along comes Lena. Hmm. Boy, she's, I would have been sharing some things with my cousin that she's done and said and how we kind of get into the back and forth. She says, really? She said, huh, let me think. Who is that? Marion and you, you and your mother. I said, I don't know. She said, yeah, you were. And we always said you got off light. 
She said, I'm glad to know that has everybody gets their comeuppance. She says, so be Sometimes gentle with her. Yeah. She says, so be gentle with her because that's all you, girl. Because and, it either comes hmm. on the front end or the back end. But so, it and I'm, I am grateful for that because it, it did. Now I do know how my mother felt, although she's not here that I can tell her that I even appreciate her more. I'll tell her when I see her in heaven and it, and I am learned because of that, I am learning to have much more patience with Alina because I do look at it now. This is how I would respond to my mom. Yeah. Yeah. I get it. I get it. Look, Alina, you got a little gratitude over there. Look at you. She's like, hmm. (laughs) So I was going to do a separate topic, but Gail was like, that's boring. So I was like, okay, fine. <laughs> no, not so serious. It's been such a serious okay, week. Okay, so we, she then mentioned dating in the pandemic. And I think this is an interesting topic because I have been able to like converse with certain people and talk to certain exes and, you know, whatever it is, date during a pandemic, which is interesting within itself because of the limitations that are had and even with it being that you know you're at home i think a lot of us fail to realize that work and sleep took up a good 16 hours of our day you know what i mean if you were doing it right and then you had a certain amount of times with your partner or maybe even by yourself so even if you're a married couple or you're living with someone, you're now at home with them more. So even dating in that sense would probably apply to them because they're learning each other in a way that might be different versus, you know, you're going your way, I have my activities. Now we're all in the house, hopefully. Yeah. So kind of wanted to talk about dating I guess maybe pre-pandemic and then go into like how it is now. How was dating pre-pandemic? Well, I just want to throw in a little statistic before we go there. Okay. About them. Those married people being quarantined together uh-huh. have increased the divorce rate by uh, 15%. Oh, I believe it. It started so. in China when I, I first, when, yeah. I mean, it was already at 50 so yeah. now it, it hovers between 60 and 65 percent okay so yeah just a date uh, <laughs> get to know one another hopefully well i i i i don't think i have the bevy of dates that you have any time um which is <laughs> which is fine which is okay but uh, i have and i guess because i really haven't tried to but I have had the opportunity to speak more to the opposite sex, even to my like, Facebook friends, friends I went to high school with, mm-hmm. and that they might not have sent me a message or called me on the phone or text me had we not been in a pandemic. Is it like more on a romantic basis well, or no, I more think like a getting to know and a feeler? Well, it was like a feeler. First, it was how you doing? You know, what are you doing? Are you okay? And then it was down memory lane for a minute. And then it was like, I guess they, 
I'm a safe call because I'm too far to do anything about it. Mm-hmm. So I think that's what made it so comfortable to talk. And then you start, you get off into talking about what's going on in their lives. I truly believe had it not been a pandemic, I would not have gotten some of those phone calls. Um, yeah, well, if I were to talk pre-pandemic, I want to say that I was dating myself like for a good year um, because I had gotten out of a relationship prior to that. And I guess I kind of realized for me, I within that relationship and then trying to work out not what they did, but what I did and what I tolerated that I knew at that point in time, like I had to get to know me. Right. And get to know what I like, didn't like, could tolerate, could not tolerate. But it, I knew at that point that it wasn't outside of me. That I really had to like work on that relationship and getting to know me and being able to sit in quiet with me hmm. as well. And, you know, even now with the pandemic you know, I've reached out to, or they've reached out to me, certain exes, and I kind of came to the realization um, with therapy that, um, you know, <laughs> there, you know, sometimes you leave that crack of a door open for someone to come back into your life and they're not supposed to come back. So, yeah. you know, and then you have to kind of make the, the separation of, whether or not this is somebody you want to have back in your life or not. And more often than not, the person that you broke up with is still in there because I'm convinced that people don't work on themselves when they're apart from another person. I, I look at it the other way. I don't think people work on themselves when they're with someone. Yeah, yeah. Because, uh, and I, I'll speak for me, I think I speak spend too much time in a relationship trying to be that person you want me to be instead of being the person that I am. I mean, you meet me and then the more I'm with you, the more I become who I think you want me to be. So you, you, you mold into right. what they would like. But then thanks to therapy, I'm telling you, one day we'll have to discuss therapy. Yes. But I recently, I realized something that if anybody had ever told me this other than the, the person I'm paying, I would have just, you know, smacked them and walked away. But she literally, she just popped out and she says to me, you don't like confrontation. I was like, what? Oh, girlfriend, I will get up in somebody's face in a minute. I'll read them left to right, right to left. I fear no one. And she goes, it's not that you fear them. She said, you'll be in a supermarket and see someone, you know, someone infringing on someone else's rights or liberties, and you'll jump right in the fray. Mm -hmm. She said, but someone you love that you think loves you, you're not going to rock the boat. You're going to suck it up buttercup. Those are my words, not hers. Until you can't take it anymore, then you're going to... You may not ever lash out, but you're going to do something to distance yourself or distance them. Yeah. And which... you're going to say, oh, 
I'm fine with it. I'm fine with it. You'll have all the reason in the world. She said, but you're never really fine with it. And she said, you've left a lot of dead bodies along the way. Yeah. I mean, which again is kind of like, I, I mean, I've done it before prior to the pandemic when movies. Oh, wait one second. I didn't kill anyone. Oh, thanks for clarifying yeah, that. Because FBI, somebody I might know, be listening. <laughs> I know nothing I about this. She killed somebody. No, no one's dead. But go ahead. Wonderful. I'm yeah. glad you cleared that up on record. <laughs> Just want to say that out loud. <laughs> but yeah, I think that goes back to kind of like knowing yourself and dating yourself and being kind to yourself. Like on Tuesday, I have you know. T- it's taco Tuesday, which is actually like part of like self care. But then there's take care Tuesday where I will. I didn't know taco Tuesday was part of take care Tuesday. It is. That's taco slash take care. Oh, okay. That I didn't sound good too. Together. I, I didn't line taco that up. Taco take care Tuesday. She's not listening. Say that four <laughs> times fast. No, I'm good. Say it, Lena. Taco take care Tuesday. Taco take care Tuesday. I can't do it. Y'all. See? Try that. But. Yeah, it's part of like really getting to like know me and then being able to present the whole me to that person, which I understand that I'm a strong personality. Um, So I just tell people directly like these are not these are my non-negotiables. Like I don't want to have another kid. So if you're looking to have a child, I ain't the one for you because I don't want to do it. And okay. I'm good off of that. And then as well as, you know, I'm okay with the living apart together situation where we're together, but I have my own space. And I think everybody should. Yeah. I think they should. And I think having this revelation from my therapist, I will approach dating someone now in a different way. I will try to stay in the lane of Gail and not veer to travel totally in their land. And and I think it's almost good for me that we're in a pandemic. You get to distance yourself. I get to distance myself and I get to not, so I don't, I don't have to present myself just yet. And I don't, I'm not talking about the physical me, I'm talking about the mental me. We can be talking oh, okay. and texting and I have time to evaluate my my thoughts and things before I actually say them. So speaking about presenting yourself and dating within the pandemic, have you created dating profiles? Yeah, 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 I have. And I have as well, which is pretty interesting and how's that been going for you well the reality is my dating profile was created by alina okay (laughs) (laughs) Uh, just one night she decided that i needed to be on a dating site so alina created my dating profile so um and then i realized some of the things i the, the responses that i got were sort of weird so then I went back to look at what I said and I realized I was saying weird, weird things. So I'm gonna get weird people. <laughs> okay. 
You know, you have to be very specific on what you say. You can't be too left, too right, nor do you want to be too middle of the road. You want to try to present yourself, everybody does, in the most pleasant way possible. In the most appealing way. Like, so like when you talk to them or just within your profile? So, so they can read it and say, ooh, this is somebody I want to get to know. But oh. I found out something about men. They really don't read your profile. I was going to say. Do people, they just look at your picture. I was going to say, do people even read anymore? I read, <laughs> I read theirs because I'm looking for things, dis, things to dismiss them with. Like, nah, I don't, I don't, you're too short. Nah, you're not this. Nah, you're not that. But I realized they don't read. Yeah, I created a Bumble profile. I got off of it, but. I mean, that was an interesting place because you make first contact as the woman. And then I guess it pairs you up or whatever. Oh. Um, and one guy I met on that was so hot in the ass to meet. And I was like, we're in the middle of a pandemic. Oh, yeah. And, I, and that's one of the things that are like now. I mean, I already had the she cottage and I already had... <laughs> introducing my she cottage into the frame. Um, you know, I already had my she cottage. I already had not wanting kids and I already have not ever changing my last name on the list of things that are non-negotiable. But during a pandemic, I'm not hot in the ass to go out and meet somebody. You know what I mean? Like, I just feel like there are other ways to getting, getting to know one another um, without having to physically meet, which, you know, you have Zoom and you have all these places. And then I also do my 36 questions that lead to love. Um, have you done that? No. Have you read it? No. So I sent you that for nothing? Well, I, I <laughs> glimpsed it. I, I glimpsed it. I thought we were flying by the seat of our pants Well, here. no, I sent it to you a while ago. Oh, those questions. Yes. Okay. A long time ago. I thought you ones that you sent me recently. No. I was trying to look up this thing this guy said to me on one of these dating sites. It was hilarious. He said that he was looking for an FLR. What's an FLR? I, I think I'm, I might have said it wrong and I can't see his site anymore. He may have blocked me. No, it's a FLR. FLR is a female lead in the relationship with a female. And he said, I'm primarily seeking a FLR. If you're not sure what it is, Google it. You might like the idea. <laughs> I mean, I'm intrigued personally. <laughs> well, I was not. <laughs> I'm intrigued. Let me write that down. And so then I research. looked up Thank what you. an FLR was oh, and I thought, okay. oh, it's a female lead in a relationship. Do they shut up the whole time? And just do they what they do whatever do? you tell them to do. All right. I might have to research that. Yep. It stands for female lead relationship or marriage or household or dating is a relationship in which the females or women or wives or girlfriends typically take the lead in initiating as well as making all critical decisions. You know, when you get goosebumps, when you listen to good music, <laughs> you did not. I'm oh. having a, well, moment. <laughs> 
I'm gonna thank you. I'm so glad we're having this conversation right now because I No, I told him no, I learned just something I could new. not do that. What? What? Why couldn't you say no? I said no. Why? I don't wanna be the female lead in a relationship. Well, All you want is control. Uh, no. All right, Lena. Thank you for <laughs> you're not getting paid to talk. <laughs> so I, I told him no that I was not interested, and he was fine with that. You know, I, I'm just because I don't know. I mean, your version of it and what they're thinking, and I didn't even I just, want to waste I my think time I'm just finding gonna out. Research that I think that's pretty interesting, and you know, this might be a topic of conversation. Um. But how have you found dating in the time of the Rona to be? Is it like overwhelming? Is it like something where you're rushing to get in a relationship? Or is it like you're trying to, you know, make friends? Like how how are you approaching that? I just really want to, and it doesn't have anything to do with the pandemic. Okay. If I meet somebody, I really just want to be your friend. Yeah. And that's kind of how I feel too. I just feel like a lot of people rush and I know that your loins begin to tingle and you want to make, and even with the pandemic, it makes you think of your mortality, which makes people want to have sex and procreate because they're like, oh my God, the world is ending. Well, see, I'm not procreating anything. But it, it Outside does. of making an apple pie, maybe. But there you go. <laughs> Anywho. But, but yes. I did ask somebody that was, that I did, we were talking uh-huh. and he mentioned, you know, children, whatever. And I said, oh, so do you want to have children? And he was 66. And he's like, well, yes, I'm hoping to have some children because I've never had any. I said, then I think we'll just be friends. And he says, well, you can, women of your age can do artificial insemination and it seems to be working well. Oh, like well. a donor egg? I'm like, I'm not doing that. <laughs> he said, well, if we hit it off and I could take care of you in the fashion that any fashion you wanted, I think I could talk you into that. I said, no, you can't. And that's another thing in dating that I think a lot of people, generally speaking, whether or not you're physically in front of someone or apart from them, is that no means no. Yes. Like no is a complete sentence so if someone says no to you that's not an invitation for you to go ahead and badger them into whatever it is you know if they feel up to saying something then they will but a lot of the times like that doesn't make much sense to me what he is talking about in the same breath that you know that one guy was like you know I want to see you in person and I'm like no he's like but it's not that bad and I'm like you know, this is before Florida became the epicenter, but even then, I didn't trust that. So it's just one of those things that when someone says no, generally speaking, it's a no. Well, I think my age group might be different than yours because most of the men in my age group are either retired or they have such jobs they can all they're all that I saw were working from home. Okay. Nobody was out and about. Now a couple of them I had talked to that were still talking and they've seen other women. They've gone mm-hmm. to see other women. And so I said, Well, how did that work out? And they said, Well, they kept their social distance. 
you know, we met at a place and we each brought our own beverage and our little lawn chairs and sat distance just, you mm -hmm. know, to chat. And, and he was honest. He said basically it was really to see if the pictures that were on the site were real. Yeah. Well, you know what? That is true. Cause a lot of people, you never know how old the picture is and I don't wear makeup like that so for me whenever i did have a profile up it was just like bam i i really don't have time to lie to you because if you're not gonna like me you're not gonna like me right and i would prefer you just get out of the way than to stay in my face like we don't have to pretend whether or not this is going somewhere for me so i just like kind of like try to put everything as like present and within the time period so that this is me. And another way to combat that without seeing somebody physically to me is FaceTime. I mean, unless they have a Snapchat filter on their face, I mean, you'll be able to hmm. see somebody or through WhatsApp or whatever medium it is to video chat. And I think that kind of would curb you having to see somebody in person. Well, there is, um, I forget, what is that? Meetup has okay. Zoom dating. What's Meetup? I don't know what that is. Is that um, like a... It's an app. It's a meetup where you can, you meet up and you can do like things with other people. Oh, you know, okay. go to restaurants, go to movies. Oh, like running groups and stuff right. like that. Okay. But they did actually um, Zoom, like Zoom dating. And that was the coolest thing. Oh, speed dating. Yeah, speed dating. Okay. That was really cool. And you get like three, four minutes to talk to somebody. And a couple people were rude. They're like, clicked you right off. And then other, you know, people were nice and talked. Some of them were so freaking weird. And one guy was in his house naked, which was interesting. And well, he wanted to see who was up. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh my. Like, what we did. And doing? he says, you didn't click off. Well, yeah, okay. Right. I said, it's three minutes. <laughs> but back to that. I have found about your three minutes, the whole of running it back to the 36 questions. I've done it with some friends as well, like friend girls and just regular people. And it's very interesting because part of it is actually based on experimentation where um, there was a group of scientists that basically were trying to figure out which levels or which conversations can lead to connections with other people. So a lot of the questions, they're like a, 45 minutes is supposed to last. And then you answer that question. And so one would be like, given the choice to of anyone in the world, whom would you want to have a, to be a dinner guest with? And that person would answer and you would answer. And then it goes into separate parts. So like one of the second parts is, you know, what is your most terrible memory? Now that might not be a question that you ask on a first date, but the point of the matter is, is that you're, you get closer when you disclose personal things. But isn't part of that too, you're supposed to stare into each other's eyes for four minutes. Well, if you're looking at, yeah, afterwards, you are supposed to stare into each other's now, eyes. Now, is that, I didn't but understand I that, was that every question or no, just after, after the section? It three, three sections. sections. So, so after, after each section. section. Cause if it was after every question, oh my God, oh, it would no, take forever. No, no. 
And I mean, even love is a funny thing because I've read a bit on the science of love and it does require certain factors for love to occur. And I don't want to get too off topic, but there are certain factors, which is being in the same time and place and space with another person and eye to eye communication. So the way that book had explained love as being is that it didn't necessarily have to be a romantic thing, which they kind of in the science of the, um, I'll post the Cosmo and I'll post like the, the actual scientific paper that was written. You know, some of it was woman like same sex. So it's more so of an interpersonal thing. And as the questions go on, you kind of gain a deeper understanding of an individual. But I think even when it comes to online dating, that kind of, it clears, even if you don't do all 36 questions at a time, or you take your time and you realize, you know what, this person said something real crazy and I don't like it. I think that will kind of help in kind of shifting through. <laughs> what you're doing. You caught me at the person said something real crazy. One of the guys that I kind of met was like, you know, we we had a church relate church relationship in a way, and I, I think I told you. And he was like, he came to the church for uh, one of the sir, and we all social distance and wear masks there and everything. And he was like, well, next we can ride together Sunday. Whoa, how did you get here? You, you didn't have a car. You got dip on your chips, sir. Back <laughs> away. Back okay, away. I'm going to need you to back <laughs> up a bit. No, you're not riding in my car. We're still in quarantine or, you know, oh, what's going that's on? That's another thing, like, too, that I have, like, I'm a boundary enforcer. I'm like, a, ah, 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 ah. okay, you can do that ah, ah, kind of person. So, like, I think... A lot of the times, I don't know if people aren't thinking or whether or not they just like boundaries. And so I, for me, it kind of comes off, it may come off to some people as off-putting where I'm like, ah, ah, don't do that. Don't talk to me like that. Don't say that to me. Well, but I think that's fair, particularly if you've met, it's not like when you meet someone that you've been introduced to by a by a friend, mm -hmm. co-worker, family member, pretty much that person that they're introducing you to, they've been either told some things about you mm -hmm. or the person introducing them, you're the person you that you both know, um, knows something about you to share with that person, knows something about them to share with you or has some inkling why this might be okay. Mm -hmm. So we have some pre preset or prerequisites yeah. that have already been put out there. Now they may not all be a hundred percent right, and it doesn't necessarily mean that it's, it's going to mesh. Mm -hmm. But that's not there when you do online dating, oh, no, as we no. see. I think women do read the profiles. Do you don't read their profile? I do. But that's why I only do Bumble because you're not choosing me. Oh, see, <laughs> I, I read the profile and then after I talk to them or text them, I read it again to be sure that, okay, that what they said kind of lined up. And because I do like a little interrogation on the sly to see if what they, it doesn't matter. Um, but that's all you got. So then you're going to have to talk to them. You're going to mm -hmm. have to. 
and you can't be afraid to ask questions. But there is, I can't think of the name of the book and I wished I could. There was this book I read years ago that said the things that women do that are wrong. Like if you're, if you're busy, don't answer the phone. Don't drop what you're doing and oh, answer of course the phone. Not. If you miss the phone call, do not call them back. Wait for them to call you. And if they don't call you, then good. Yeah, I, I have this. I mean, I do it regardless where my phone doesn't ping. It just doesn't go off. If you text me until I look at my phone, I won't know that you text me. I don't know that I got Instagram notifications, any of that. And I was talking to a guy and I had already told him, look, my phone, I'm going to text you late because whatever I see is when I'm going to reach out back to you. And it was just one of those things. And they were like, oh, you went ghost on me. Did what? Are you not listening to the things that I'm saying? Because I already told you, I am not at your beck and call. I will get back to you when I get back to you. And I think a lot of the times when you're, I'm not in the, I'm not desperate for anybody. Yeah. I don't need another man. Like I, I don't need a man. I feel like I want you, but I don't, I don't go into it with needs of a marriage or needs of children. Right. So it, it's whether or not you fit into it or you don't, but it's just, I, I do notice that, that sometimes people will drop everything to rush into something and you don't even know whether or not you like that individual or not, but you want to seem available and present. And people say that on their sites a lot. Don't want to be alone. Ooh. I, I mean, don't, there's I a don't difference between being alone that. and lonely, which is, I think goes back to like dating yourself. Like, well, I don't mind when someone says I'm looking for companionship. Then I, I know how to gear my questions to find out, are you really looking for companionship or you're just lonely? Cause I don't want somebody that's lonely. Cause I used to be lonely and I know what that looks like. It's not fun. You're not a fun person when you're lonely and you're just trying to find somebody to fill that gap. Well, you're in a, you're operating probably from a mode of scarcity where you're like grabbing onto right. everything, you know, and holding on tight because you don't want to let it go. But the harder you hold on to it, the more it wants to break away. Absolutely. So <laughs> did I like surmise that? so frightening to look back over my life sometimes and think no she didn't yes she did <laughs> one of the things that i'm thinking about though is ethically dating um i've been like thinking about what it looks like to date ethically because i you know dating to me is a quite different from me being your girlfriend so until, and I don't, at this oh, point. Oh, like how many people you can date at one time? Oh, I don't care about the number, but it's more so like, do you tell somebody I'm dating other people so that they're aware? Why? Or, you know, like, how do you approach that? I'm just playing with the thought. Well, of see, that's the same thing about being on a dating website, which has a little interesting twist. If you put in enough money and you purchase on the website that you know when the other person has been on it. Oh, that's weird. 
So, I mean, it just tells you when people last seen on, so you know. And I, I have, um, you know, people have told me that they've been going out with somebody and for, you know, like seriously, they thought they were in the serious mode and they just happened to pop their head in on the site. Ah. And they're still on there on quite regularly. So wait a minute. And that's what <laughs> I mean. Like for me, it's like if we're dating and we're just getting to know each other, I don't owe you anything. You know, and I'm not your girlfriend until you say, I'm going to take it back to being in elementary school where you say, B, will you be my girlfriend? Yes, no, maybe. And, you know, and that way, but I don't want to make any assumptions just because we rocking it that we belong to together. Right. And maybe that's not where I am and maybe that's not where the other person is, which is where, you know, communication comes to play is that I, if we're dating and we're kicking it and you are a whole me, that is what you are. Don't deviate. Don't tell me nothing else. Don't tell me what I can and can't do because you are the whole me. And I think a lot of the times people don't know where they lie because we're not disclosing where we are either. So you kind of set up rules and situationships but nothing ever gets talked about out loud and that 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 whole thing of being able to go on the website to see when somebody's on and off goes both ways because sometimes men will look you up and say oh I, I thought we were you know kicking it well I don't know did did you say that and like you say it is communication and for the first I would say for the first several phone calls, texting, whatever is going on. If you're still just on a website using the website to talk to each other and it's been a three, four weeks, it's probably not going anywhere. Uh, that That's just what I think. Now, there is a guy that I'm, uh, I talked to. He lives in uh, Michigan and um, he's much, much younger than me. And we talk on, no, no. <laughs> we talk on the website. We just become really good friends. Like he's met other women and he's telling me stuff and I'm sharing like, oh, maybe you should try that. Don't do that. You know, and it, we've just become like really good friends because we found out there's, a, there's some things that we share in common. He's been to Cuba, okay. you know, and um, he's been to Italy when he was younger, and we just have some common things that you can speak about. Yes, and so just he's just really a nice guy, and he was having a hard time really to meet somebody on the website, and he it was funny. He said, "Well, can we just talk?" He said, "Because I said you're too too young for me. We're not going to have anything in common. I'm not going to feel comfortable with that." He and then he he just he said, "Here's my phone number. Call me, please." So I called him. He said, I just want to talk to somebody. He said, no one talks to me. I was, like, I was like, well, what are you saying to people? Oh my <laughs> he said, I'm just trying to meet somebody to at least be friends. And they think I'm too aggressive. I said, we'll throttle back. So then we. You didn't charge him for this? No. So then we started talking. <laughs> and I did suggest I for him to get therapy if this was really bothering him. But. Um, Pay so, somebody else. <laughs> 
So, you know, I should maybe do life coaching for him now that I'm thinking about it. But anywho, so we stayed, we're still friends and we still talk. But for the most part, I think if I'm still talking to you on that site, that's not going anywhere. Yeah, I, I mean, I'm off of those sites at this point. I'm, I'm, whatever, whatever occurs, what is what occurs. I just know at this point because Florida or South Florida at this point is just, you know, a cesspool of coronavirus that I, me seeing somebody in person is just such not a good idea for. But most I, I think it's doable. It might be, but I'm not there yet. I think it's doable. I think it's doable if you you have to pick the right place. Like one guy wanted to meet at a restaurant. No. And the fact that you continue to ask me to meet at a restaurant, the answer continues to be no. And we're, we're going to stop talking in a minute because I can't talk to you when you keep pushing me. Yeah. Um, but I think I could pick the right place. Like if it was at a park, I bring my chair, they bring their chair. There's these old guys that I see leaving sometimes that ever since this virus started, I see them twice, the, every two weeks by the Starbucks on their motorcycles. Oh yes, yes, I do. And they're they socially have their, distanced. Yeah, they're socially distanced and they still have their masks. In the beginning, they didn't have the mask. Then I saw them wearing their masks. You know who you're talking and about. And it's like the coolest thing. So I think it's doable. But is that going to be a, the problem is for me not to do that. I could do that and stay socially distant from you. But when does that be like, okay, we've done this now for a couple months. I want to hug you. I want to kiss you. And then we, that's where it becomes a little scary. Yeah. And I'm even thinking about like sex, like eventually where does that fall into place? And that was part of the thing for me is like, you know, ain't nobody trying to wear no mask and be huffing and puffing in no mask. Like, it doesn't sound fun. It doesn't sound fun. So how do you... Alina, just stay a virgin until you're 40. Um... We'll talk about sex later and have a conversation. But that's... <laughs> <laughs> Keep it. That's good. But anywho, I can't, I just, I can't, I can't I get, mean, I can't get past somebody wanting to kiss me. So I just don't even think about no, it. I be thinking about hunching. So like, it's like I'm like, I can't kiss I, you I can't just get to yet. that point because it just sounds so uncomfortable. Like, what do I need to have a onesie with the flap open? Well, that? but see, I think I what's going to happen is you're going to have to have a test and I'm, it's going to have to be three days old. You're going to be like entering a country. <laughs> <laughs> can't be any older than three days <laughs> to have the results but and here's the problem you can't get a test and have the results right away no, by the time you get them you could have contracted right. it from someone else now interesting thing I know several places that are doing an immediate test look I look Miami is a fraud capital I know that they've they were stating someone had said she had just moved down to Miami and she's like, well, I need to get a, a COVID test for whatever reason. And they were like, oh, you can go to this place and they'll give you a fake negative. I, oh, wow. I don't, and so I can't take that either. 
You know what I mean? Because my whole thing is that's another factor when it comes to COVID and dating is like, for me, there's no escalation unless you're willing to wait a year. You know what I mean? Because I, quite frankly, I'm pretty strict about how I go about things. So, and I'm pretty sure like if I catch COVID from some, from somebody, they're not, they're not going to raise my child. So it's not even worth the risk for me in that age. So that's another challenge is that, again, if you give a mouth a cookie, it'll ask for milk. So Well, yeah, that's what I, I thought. I thought about it. When you do meet, even if it's social distancing, how long can that go on? Yeah. Yeah. So I, I say all this to say that I'm back to dating my favorite person in the world. <laughs> me. Um, me knows how to treat myself. Me likes to buy food for myself that are bored? pretty good. I don't get bored with myself, to be honest. It's a weirdo. So, <laughs> <laughs> yes, yeah, she is. It's okay. So I say that that's kind of where I am right now within dating with the pandemic. Like I don't mind getting to know people, but I am back into the process of like, because I mean, there's so much going on right now to process during the pandemic that a part of me doesn't want anybody else's emotional labor of a partner and what they're dealing with to put on top of me. So I don't but even I know. I think you could pace it in such a way that if you meet, just prepare yourself for the long haul. I mean, I, as a friend. Treat it like a long distance relationship. You meet them. I mean, yeah, I've been through long. And then as you meet them, you chit chat, you talk, you keep it just texting or calling for four or five weeks. Stretch that as long as you can. Then go to maybe the Zoom part where you're meeting on Zoom or FaceTime or whatever you have. Stretch that for three, four weeks. Then we're into a couple of months. Then you kind of really know this person. And is this is going to be somebody that would raise your child? Yeah, I'm not be. opposed. That to would be there to care for you. Yeah, I'm not opposed to friendships. So men that are out there who think I'm cute, please holler at your girl. But. <laughs> But no, but I'm also saying that you really spend more, you should take, not just you, but myself and anyone else who wants to date, period. Let's forget about this, the pandemic. Pace yourself. Yes, life is short, but it's not imminent. You know, nothing says you're going to die in the next 10 seconds. So stop living your life like that. I think Live your life that there is some longevity to it. Respect yourself. But I think right now, too, within the pandemic, we are all constantly reinforced that we've probably got two weeks. You're on a two-week timer. At least for me, I think of things as being on a two-week timer because See, you I just... Don't. Yeah, I do. But this is... Yeah. So it's kind of like, I don't mind, but I'm not going to... You know what I mean? Like, I, it just, for me... Maybe if I meet someone and they're pretty cool and I know that after hearing them say, oh, I'm being safe and I'm socially distancing and then hearing them say, well, I'm at home this weekend. I'm at home this weekend and they're not out. Well, that's what I and mean. That, you know, or if then, you are FaceTiming them and you see where they are and it's a consistent background, it's yeah, not a fake then one. maybe. But right again, right now, me is my favorite person and me is not letting me down. 
So, I'm and just... I just don't want people to date and forget. You should have boundaries, like you said. Yeah. You should respect yourself and you should, you know, don't be afraid to tell somebody I don't like that, you know, speak up. And if they don't like you when you speak up, then, then okay, let them go. It's not the end of the world. And stop ghosting people. You know, if you don't like someone or whatever the case may be, and you don't think that it's working out, you don't want, I mean, ghosting within itself, if you're not, if you can't understand that it's not you and it's them, I mean, it's still rejection. And I think right. part of the dating game is rejection, but but you not know, even dating. People ghost friends, yeah, who they say are friends, but in reality, you danger friend. Yeah. So, but yeah, Own ghosting, it. ghosting. You know, take something and be like, you know what? Right now, I'm not doing you, or right now, I don't see this going any further, or I don't know how nicer you can say that. Which I'm pretty sure that's what I was saying wasn't nice. There are ways nicer to say like. Right now, you know, maybe I wish you the best, and but right now we're not a good fit or however the case may be. But kind of try to wrap things up in a bow, especially if, you know, you just talk to a person a few times. Like, because the rejection is there within ghosting. And that's the part of ethical dating as well. It's just making sure that, you know, you treat people with that golden rule. Like, don't treat you people be how you would want to, you know? So. And, and I think we tend to don't take this not, not being face-to-face mm-hmm. as the opportunity to be anything but ethical. True. And kind and generous. These are the good times to work on all of those skills. To, to be not. even more generous, be more oh. gentle, be more than your normal kind, go beyond the point. And maybe you, you might say to somebody, you know, I really see us being more of just friends. Mm-hmm. And maybe they'll be fine with that. Maybe they'd like to have, and they might be thinking the same thing. Yep. But nobody wants to be the first one to say it. So somebody needs to be first. And like you say, ethical dating, that's an interesting way to put it. I know. I I want to do more research on it. Um, But yeah, I I was just thinking about that and tinkering tinkering around with how does one ethically date? You just have to be honest. Yeah, there are other things involved as well outside of honesty too. Because you can be honest with somebody and be like, well, I'm not looking for a relationship. And then this person wants to build a relationship with you because they like you. But you've told them they don't, you don't want the relationship, but they're hoping you come around. I'm going to tell you what men say. And I've heard this so much in my life. This is what men will say to you. If you say to them, is this going to go any further because I'm looking to get married? Here it comes. I'm not ruling it out, but I'm really not in that frame at this moment. But I'm not ruling it out. It could change. Yeah. And you hang your hat on that. You don't listen to that first part where he said, nah, I don't really think that's where I'm headed. But when he sees you heading for the door, then he switches gears with, but, you know, it could change. 
and you put your hat on that, and that's the last time you see it because you covered it with your hat. Look at your magic tricks. Yep. <laughs> they do it all the time. <laughs> but yeah, so yeah, they're just, I'm, I'm, I'm toying with the ethical dating. I might still have my homies, but, you know, I am toying with how does one ethically date and what does that look like? Um, because I know that a lot of people, it, to me, it's, it's a fairly new concept, but I'm just trying to figure out how you can work that out within dating. Well, I'll tell you something my father told me, and I've heard it. I, he didn't create this. And he said to me, men think women will not change, and they will. And women think men will change, and they won't. So he told me the man you meet, that's who he is. He's not going to become somebody else. You can't shape him into somebody else. You might put him in a new suit, cut his hair, put glasses on him, even teach him another language. He is still the man you met. Well, not going to change an iota. So if you can't accept him the way it is, walk away early. Yep. Yep. Well. That wasn't fun. What? <laughs> I mean, that was you. You oh added that. <laughs> my dating life in a nutshell. <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe fifteen when... years later, nobody knows. <laughs> Ridiculous. Maybe when we revisit dating in the Rona Part Two, we'll have other things to oh talk God. about that are interesting. I'll probably be marrying myself, and I want that pie cake, Alina. I'm not making it for you. Thank you. And so I'll let you know how dating myself goes and then we'll just update. But yeah, just think about how you want to, for me in dating, if we were to surmise everything, you know, when I enter dating situations, I show up as my full self because I need you to either like it or leave it because I'm comfortable with either or. Um, and a part of the reason why I'm good with either or is because I know what I'm bringing to, to the, the table. table. Okay. So um, if you haven't dated yourself, I would suggest you try it. I would suggest even if you're in a partnership that you still continue to date yourself and know yourself. Um, if you, I will link the article with the 36 questions that lead to love. So if you guys want to try that, you guys can try that and see, you know, how the questions go. There might be some questions, even if you are in a long-term partnership that, you know, were never asked, but there, you might get very interesting conversations and fall deeper in love with the partner that you have in your life already. Um... And for my generation, you might remember those questions that are in Cosmopolitan, so. Yeah. Because um, we used to do that, ask the questions, but we'd ask them of ourselves to find that right man. Okay. All right, so I think we're gonna wrap it up. <laughs> do you need anything to add right now? No, I'm good. Do you wanna give an update on your son and his cross Oh, yes, it, it, they're home, they got home. Um, they were not kidnapped by the KKK. 
They didn't meet any hostility from anyone. They had a wonderful time. Some places they people were masked. They were always. Mm -hmm. And some places, you know, everyone was. And some places they weren't. But they didn't see any any problems that anybody was having with anyone else. Oh, good, good, good. So, and they, most of the places they went to were baseball fields or football fields and nobody was there. Okay, cool. You know, and I think they did one museum, but it was a football or a baseball museum and no one was there. Okay. So, um, but almost every town they went to, all the bars were packed. Well, people like to drink. Yeah, so they're not, and they are not bar people. They they drink water. That's the strong. If they get a soda, oof, they probably need to sit down and take a nap. So. <laughs> well, I'm glad. I'm glad. I'm glad I, I didn't want to leave people without an update because oh, yeah, you were worried. They're good. They're good. So thank everyone for your prayers. Yay. He made it. Yes. So until next week, be safe. Be well. Be easy. And be blessed. Bye. Peace. Bye. Who raises you? <laughs> <laughs> I have to add it every time. That's my signature. Please.